radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. Eastern time on Thursday. Thursday. That means it's time for Auto Dealer Live, the show where dealers go. And Pure, 100%, unadulterated, autotainment. Autotainment, baby. You heard it right here. Auto-freaking-tainment. And we Can't have a, And wow, do we have a show for you today. We've got, uh, we've got Melissa Evans. She's a salesperson who's lighting it up. At Nissan of Opelousas. Opelousas, right? Opelousas. Opelousas. The only reason I know that is because I did business Opelousas, with a dealer. Opelousas. I did business with that dealership. Uh-huh. Need a lot of business. Nissan of Opelousas. Uh, how about it? Yeah. Yep, she'll be joining us shortly, and then we are going to get right into our true car test. We're going to be talking to dealers about true car, some of the uh, things that have come up, some late breaking news with true car, and uh, we'll be tackling uh, that later on in the show. We'll also have. Who's your Danny? Danny Benitez will be on later in the show. So it's going to be a jam-packed show, Dave. Yeah, we do. It's, it's absolutely, man. It's pure, pure, unadulterated auto-tainment, man. And you know what? You can't contain the auto-attain. You can't contain the auto-tainment. You know what I'm saying? You, frank, you can't freaking contain the auto-tainment. And we're so fired up today, man. We're, we're, we're very excited and privileged and honored that you're listening to us, and we want to thank the automotive community that supports this show by listening. If it weren't for you, then we'd be talking to a camera, and we'd probably still be doing it, but we wouldn't be talking to anybody. So we want to thank you for listening. And uh, one of the things today is Dave, you know, uh, we have Melissa Evans, we have a ton of really cool people on the show today, but we've got an incredibly, incredibly strong segment that everybody in the automotive community is talking about. We received emails uh, just up into, uh, until the time we walked into the studios from companies. CRM companies and, and, you know, large automotive companies that are saying, hey, we're going to have this up on the screen. Our people are going to watch it. This is going to be good. We're definitely going to share this. And here's the deal. Dealers, okay, dealers, Auto Dealer Live is facilitating the location right here, autodealerlive.net, the show where dealers go. Dealers are putting True Car to the test. Dealers are putting True Car to the test. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. And uh, that's going to be at 355 just in 20 minutes. You don't want to go anywhere because it's going to be incredible conversation. Listen, this is not bashing anyone. This is not supporting anyone. We're going to have, we're going to have people on both sides of the aisle. And we have six joining us and they're actually going to discuss. We have dealers that are going to be discussing true car. True or false? True or false. And, and you're the we, decision. <laughs> yeah, you're the decision maker. And all of us are obviously familiar with true car and a lot of the dealerships that are listing right now are working hand in hand with true car while others 
or a little bit on the other side of the fence. We'll hear some of uh, each side. Some of, of you are working foot and ass. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> hand in hand and or foot foot in in the arse. Uh, we're gonna but, hey we're raw today, babe. I know you're trying to keep this thing all conservative. Well, I'm you know, I'm hey. I'm like I'm over it, man. I'm I'm in. I'm in okay. today all right, with everything. Both feet. No, go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave. You'd be listen. conservative and I'd be you you know, I'd be non conservative. Well, before we get into either of those, Boom. let's talk about last week we were trending nationally, Dave. Hashtag auto dealer live. So we want to encourage all of the listeners and viewers to tweet out today, hashtag auto dealer live, all of your thoughts and opinions on the show. Yeah, I would absolutely. say let's also see if we can get autotainment trending, too. Why not? Yeah, man, absolutely. I don't want to confuse anyone. Make sure that we send it out first, though. Hashtag autotainment. And so the correct spelling's down. But look, we want to thank you guys. It was uh, trending last week, and uh, we were grateful, man. It's just, you know what, we use Twitter as a huge platform, and the hashtag Auto Dealer Live was trending last week, and it's going to be trending this week as well. If it's not already, let's get it going. The tweeter leader's on, and here's the deal. We're going to be giving out swag. The top 20, man, get stuff, okay? And, and we're, we're privileged to do that because this show is all about you, the dealers. It's all about the automotive industry, the car business in general. And we want to, we want to bring you what you want to hear. And we want to discuss it. And listen, we're not afraid to talk about anything. We're not here to bash anybody. We're here to bring up what you care about in the auto business. You're not going to hear this on Auto Deal Live. Well, you know, General Motors you know, goes to their factory. You're not going to hear that. This is not a golf match, all right? This is where you're going to get autotainment. Okay, this is not this is not the Jerry Springer show of automotive. This is where dealers and vendors and automotive community can come together and bring. I'm sorry, Mike. What? Okay. Um, so this is where dealers and vendors. He needs my car key. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, this is there. You go. Tell, tell uh, us what happens yeah, here, man. Yeah, yeah. Another another proof of unscripted uh, autotainment. Right. But key, uh, baby. there you go. Just be back in time to not sorry for me to go home today. Yeah, hey, the reality is we're talking about what's real in the business. What are real concerns that dealers have? And there's really nothing that's pretty much off limits here. You know, yeah. uh, we're not like like you said earlier, we're not here to attack anyone or be the be the Jerry Springer show or anything like that. But yeah. we want to talk about what's real. We want we want to get real input from dealers on what's good, bad, what's working, not working, whatever <laughs> it is that's surrounding the auto industry and retail sales, we're going to address it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? No more apologies, right? We're not trying to tell you who we are. You know who we are. And we're the auto, we're, we're an auto dealer live. We are uh, Dave and Dave and we're here um, to serve you. Listen, I want to talk to you for a couple minutes before we bring our first guest on, man. Something that's really been at the top of my mind in the last few days, especially we spoke to our sales team here. Uh, we were talking about it's all in your mind. You know, it's all in your head. Except for that, it's all in your head. You know, the noise that you hear. Did you hear that noise? I did. Was it in your head too? Yes. Okay. So it's all in your head. Mike, you turned my mic off. All right. So far, you're jacking the show completely up. <laughs> so here's the deal. It's all in your mind, okay? Sales is all a, a mind game. And, and I, and I, I want to really emphasize that. It's a mind game. All right? It's, it's, not, it's not something that, you know, you can have You can have a situation where you could tr- read every book available in, 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 that's in hard copy and soft copy in the genre of sales. You could literally... I mean, you can watch every single solitary video that's known to man, but if you don't get your mind right in sales, it's all irrelevant, Dave. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, the the old saying, and, and this goes back to day one in my career, was, you know, hey, get a checkup from the neck up before you take an up. And you do, you're right. It is all in your mind. You have to You have to wrap your head around. You have to be prepared mentally, emotionally to walk out and and present yourself. 
from from that hello all the way through to the end of the sale. So absolutely, Mike. We're going to jump the commercial break, man. Let's go ahead and just rearrange things before we bring Melissa on, and uh, we're going to be right back. Want to say shout out to our sponsors, some great folks, man. You guys have stood by us, and you're uh, incredibly important. We want to thank you. And you know what? This show is possible today because you guys uh, support us and say, "Hey, we love you and love what you're doing." And I love the fact that nobody tries to filter us because we do this with no sponsors. If that were the case, we're the show where dealers go. We want to talk about it uh, and drop it like it's hot, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, but we'll be right back. Cellcology salespeople are some of the coolest salespeople in the country, and they sell a lot of cars. Why? Because they build amazing brands that their customers never forget. And they collect hundreds of referral leads every month from the customers they sell. On top of that, they partner with local businesses to exponentially grow their marketplace awareness within their community. And they follow up like a boss with sold and unsold customers. If you'd like to have a team that does the same thing, please go to sellcology.com or call 612-387-7776. I'm Alan Ram, president and founder of Alan Ram's Proactive Training Solutions. Let's face it, good managers are defined not by what they do when they have a showroom full of customers, but more by what they do when there are no customers in the showroom. In 2015, whether you like it or not, the car business is all about conversion of opportunities and driving traffic. All those great closers and desk people are not doing you a whole lot of good if your dealership is not converting effectively on the telephone and internet. As an owner or dealer, when you see five salespeople standing by the front door doing nothing, don't kid yourself, your dealership is not being effectively managed. Management by Fire is a two and a half day intensive course conducted entirely by me that teaches managers how to effectively manage in today's automotive industry. Simple processes for driving high-quality traffic. For more information on upcoming events, please call my team at 866-996-4665. Once again, 866-996-4665. Thank you. And we're back. And thank you to our sponsors here at Auto Dealer Live. Hashtag Auto Dealer Live. And we're going to go straight to our next guest. And the next up from Nissan of Opelousas is Melissa Evans. Melissa, are you there? I am here. Thanks so much for having me on the show, guys. Uh, well, welcome to the show, Melissa. That was quite an, entrant, an entrance. Come on. That's awesome. <laughs> 
So, Melissa, can you hear me okay? I can. I can hear you well. Okay, great. So, why don't you share with us, first of all, what the heck are you doing coming out of the trunk of a car? <laughs> That's just kind of what I do. Um, I feel, you know, like making a, an entrance. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, I know that we spoke earlier uh, prior to the show, and you mentioned to me that you actually do that with every presentation. Is that correct? Every time I get a chance, I do. It's a lot of fun. It makes people surprised and excited about buying a car, and I think it keeps them really interested in the whole walk-around process. Let me ask you, Melissa, this is Dave Villa. I hope you're doing great. Now, thank you for being with us today. And uh, so, okay, so you you do this as often as you can, in, and obviously you just said it's because you believe that the walk-around is important. You believe that demoing the car is important. Talk, talk to the dealers that maybe have looked at it and said, you know what, we want to cut time off, you know, hey, we want to cut into this thing because people are busy, and we want to, we want to you know, we want to do away with this, the walk-around, or hey, we don't want to put so much emphasis on that. You know, t- talk to the dealers and why you think that a walk-around is important, is so important today. A walk-around is extremely important. Um, if a dealer wanted to do away with the, with the walk-around, that would be a horrible idea. Um, the walk-around is the point where you get to get the customer entertained. This is your stage. It's, it's a show. You have to make it exciting. This is the time where you get to build value in the, in the vehicle and talk about all of the amazing things that the vehicle has to offer. This is the point where the magic happens. I can't even understand why anybody would... Imagine doing away with the walk-around. Yeah, and this is, this is really where the, the first time that the customer sort of begins to take some mental ownership, right? As you're walking around doing that presentation, not only are you pointing out really what separates your car from all the other cars on dealer row, but now as the customer is engaged... That you know, if they're going along with you in your walk around, and the th- based on the things that you're pointing out that you learned maybe in that interview and qualifying process, now you're able to key in on those on the walk around and actually begin to plant those seeds of mental ownership. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to really tailor the vehicle to whatever it is that they're looking for. If they are more concerned with the buttons and gadgets, then you spend more time on that. You know, if they need trunk space, well, I'm more than happy to show you how humongous the trunk is. Um, I think it's one of the most important parts of the car deal. Yeah, and, you know, another uh, thing that you're doing a little bit differently is obviously, uh, if, if you haven't seen Melissa, by the way, on YouTube, go ahead and go to YouTube and look for Melissa Evans. You'll see her videos where uh, she's doing walk-arounds on all types of vehicles. But one of the things that, uh, that you're doing, Melissa, along with that self-branding, is that you have some, some maybe some things about you personally that you bring into work. Why don't you talk uh, on that for just a moment? <laughs> um, well, I bring sparkles for sure. Uh, I've been doing this for a while now, and for a long time in this business, I was told that it's best to blend in and, and fit in with the guys. 
you know, and, and just do what the guys are doing. And obviously that never really worked very well for me. So I decided it would be easier and better to have kind of a, a balance with my work and my personal life. And I think that I just bring a bigger version of myself to work. So I bring all the glitter and the pink and the sparkles. My office is, is hot pink. I mean, it, it makes it exciting. And I think that my clients all feel I'm very genuine because I am. And so it works. It works for me. And I enjoy it a lot. It makes, it makes selling cars very satisfying you know absolutely and what i'm getting out of this is um and this is what we try to hammer home here to our listeners you know here on auto dealer live we try to hammer home you know that you have to be original look you know if you're if you're if you're a guy you know um we're not saying hey go paint your office pink and bring in a (laughs) bottle a bottle of glitter and some of the guys that are out there in the lot May not be able to fit in a trunk, you know. But the bottom line is, be you. Who 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 are you? Right. And you know, I think think that this is the thing that in sales in general, it's not just the auto business, but that's the industry that we're talking to. But you know, we forget sometimes in the auto business that we're selling cars to people, you know. And and, and sales is right. about people. So you know, I, I love the fact that you're branding yourself, Melissa. And the fact of the matter is, you're doing your thing and it's working. So dealers that are listening. This is about this isn't about getting in a trunk. This is about getting out of the trunk, kicking, getting out of the box, man. You know, getting out of the box and and, and branding yourself and, and, and look at what you can do. What can't you accomplish? You know what? When you go and I'm gonna touch on this for a second because again, we you know, we're talking to our audience here. Listen, if you go to a dealership like Melissa said and you're saying and then they tell you, Hey, blend in. Go under the radar. You know, hey, don't 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 go over there to Joe. Joe's been here twenty years. You don't want to rattle the cage and blah 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 blah. And oh yeah, you know, honey, I've been doing this twenty years and I ain't gonna work. I tell you, this is what you need to do. You know what? Screw Joe. Listen, here's the deal, Joe. You're still selling the same amount of cars every month that you were twenty years ago. Do something right. different. Do something exactly. different. Absolutely. Um, another thing is, it, it needs to be exciting. People are spending twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars on these vehicles and I think that consumers today feel like buying a car is miserable. It's always cheap and, and they have this fear of car sales people. Mm-hmm. And I think to see this industry progress, that really needs to change. And things need to be updated big time. So you do need to put your best face forward. You need to let it be about service and do everything you can for the customer while still making money. And and if you make it an experience that people want to be a part of and Mm -hmm. people want to pay for, then you've got it. And and that's all it takes. From the minute people walk in the door, I'm like, hi, it's Melissa. She's out of Opelousas. And they just light up and they know that they're in store for something very different melissa, um melissa I tell you, well, well i, I want to thank you i mean we're at we're, we're at time and i i would ask you in, in to get back in the trunk but i'm not because you know what i don't think that any <laughs> dealer i don't think that any dealer and i, and I know you're going to do, do it on your walk arounds but you know what i don't think any dealer after hearing that needs to get back in any box and i i tell you man i it, it, be out of the box and you know what you've opened our eyes 
and I, I and I follow you on Twitter, so I've seen you know what you do, and I've seen your videos. But I'll tell you this: um, you know what, you've opened our eyes even that much more to being original, because you know what, if you can get somebody that just spent forty grand to take a picture and smile and thank you for it, and then send, <laughs> send it to their friends, hey, look what I just spent forty grand, ah ha, yay! You know, then you know something that's awesome. That's what it's about. So I want to thank you. Right. Privilege. Throw out your Twitter handle and how dealers can follow, find uh, customers and dealers can find you on uh, YouTube if they want to check you out. Uh, my Twitter handle is Melissa at Giles, and my YouTube, all my YouTube videos are on Twitter as well. Perfect. I think my YouTube is Melissa sells Nissan. Awesome, great. Thank you, Melissa. You're, you're just a bundle of energy. It's a pleasure to uh, to have you on the show, and uh, we'll see you again soon. All right. Thank you, Melissa. Man, that's awesome. You know, I love I love that, Dave. If you can get somebody, we're in the auto business. I love one of the things that she really pointed out. And I think this is really something that merits repeating. Um, if you can get somebody who's spending 30, 35, 40 grand, you know, um, they're proud about that. We have to understand something. This is something that, you know, if I can get excited about wearing a jacket or wearing a new pair of boots or whatever, right, you know, and, and how much more excited should I be and will I be about the vehicle that I'm driving in on a daily basis? So if you can cause that person to not look at it as a painstaking, you know, event, yes. but, you know, hey, I'm taking a picture and I'm putting it on my Facebook and I'm going to share it with my friends, you know, and, and all of a sudden that experience becomes viral in your circle and sphere of influence and that customer's sphere of influence, you know, and, and so, and you're going to gain, just like Melissa said, you're going to gain repeat business and you're going to gain other customers off of that. And it all starts with being out of the trunk, out of the box. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you walk into uh, Nissan of Opelousas and you happen to get <laughs> Melissa Evans, can't say op op say op Opelousas, Opelousas. Um, if you walk into her store <laughs> and she greets you, I'm thinking you're leaving with a car yeah, <laughs> because really. that's going to be a fun, ex exciting <laughs> experience. But you know what was really cool in speaking with Melissa and learning a little bit more about her was the fact that when it came to branding and what she's doing, Dave, yep. she did not – she didn't go and create uh, – she didn't go and create a character or something right. to be to entertain people when they walked in. The key to her success, we spoke uh, in length about this, was the fact that all she decided to do was really bring who she was into – the dealership so there's no pretending you know when she talked about the show but really um, it's effortless because she's given herself permission mm -hmm. to really be who she is right y you know when she's off work that's why she mentioned that she found this balance between her personal life and her business life instead of separating them intertwining them so the, the glitz and the sparkle and all that stuff are the things that she's into personally right now she brings them to work and you know hey how much how much more relaxed how much more fun do you think she's having at work when she almost feels like she's not at work yeah absolutely 100 percent. so make sure you check melissa out on twitter uh go to her youtube page and just again let it inspire you you know what man don't look at the you know sometimes we as car people car guys car growls 
we look at people and you know what we you know we say oh that personality is not like mine or you know what oh you know what i don't i don't sell that way or i'm more you know hardcore old school this way or that way whatever it is don't look at all of that because what we're trying to say is this okay people are people and you know i can't tell you how many times as a marketer who works with several hundred dealers a month i can't tell you how many times i've had dealers tell me you know from certain makes for instance volkswagen or audi you know or acura or I'm not, not Audi, Acura, Volkswagen, Fiat, you know, I, I don't know how to market to my customers because my customers don't respond the way a Chevy buyer would or the way this buyer. So you know that there's a very unique people specifically to your make possibly. Well, guess what? People are different. So, you know, get out of the box. And you know what? If you have somebody, dealers, if you have somebody that's out of the box, let them be out of the box. Let them try to stretch their, their wings and let them try to go that extra mile and do something different because you may just be pleasantly surprised, okay, about the outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, my, that's my two cents. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. <coughs> Mike, just give me the thumbs up, baby, when we're ready to go. We're ready to go. All right, so we're ready. All right, man, this is a segment that we've been waiting for, you've been waiting for, and uh, the, the title of this segment is Dealers Putting True Car to the Test. And uh, I know True Car is listening, and we're going to release a statement here in just a moment. Well, on the phone with us, we have the general manager of Greg Lair Buick, Mr. Danny Benitez. We have the CEO of Conoco Companies, Matt Koenig. We have Zach Klimt. We have Matt Lasco, the VP uh, of Lasco Ford. We have Cliff Banks with the Banks Report. And then we have on Twitter, her name is Melissa, and you pronounce her name as Granky. She is with the uh, Spitzer Automotive or Motor City Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Ohio. We have the six on the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us to discuss putting True Car to the test. Hope you guys are having a great day today. Thank you. Awesome, well. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you guys for being here, and I know we're going to have some some great dialogue. Let me start by saying this to the listeners, uh, to you guys. Um, we we uh, invited vigorously uh, True Car um, and uh, and uh, on onto the show. Matter of fact, um, until uh, we were very hopeful because of some dialogue uh, back and forth until one o'clock around 1 o'clock Eastern time here, so about two hours ago, we were notified that they were going to be unable to make the show. However, uh, they did. Uh, they did release um, in an email to us um, a statement here, and um, we're going to read that here in just a moment. But um, I want to thank you guys for being on. And, and, you know, reason we have some of the guests on here, this is kind of across the, uh, across the board here. Um, we have um, Matt Lasko, and I know Matt, he's a dealer. He owns two stores, uh, sells close to 500 cars a month. He was number eight in the nation last month in certified Ford pre-owned. Um, he's, a, he's a great guy, a great dealer. And um, believes in whatever can help him sell cars. Danny Benitez, which is no stranger to the show. Danny's a general manager in Texas. He's also a speaker. He's an author. And uh, uh, Matt, uh, Matt has uh, been in the retail side of the business, and now he helps dealerships um, immensely. He's a vendor. He knows what you know getting beat up by dealers is like, and you know knows what it feels like to you know for his product to be accepted and not be accepted. And then we have Zach. Uh, who's writing an article right now, uh, just wrote something in the Forbes. He's a contributor on Dealer Solutions Magazine. He's writing an article right now, which, Zach, I'll let you verify this, but from what I can see on social media, that True Car is possibly behind helping you uh, look into writing this article. Am I right on that? 
Yeah, they did well, reach out to me. I actually no, no. Wait, wait, hold on one second, Zach. Let me let me just get through. But I mean, I, I'll give you time in a second. But sure. are, am I right to say that they will that they're going to support you, possibly in in um in writing the article if you need them to. Yes, they okay. did reach out to me. Okay, and then we have uh, Melissa, uh, Melissa with uh, Motor City, and Melissa um, and Matt kind of had an exchange last night. You know, she was, uh, you know, she, I know Melissa according to your social media handles. You know, um, you're not, uh, you're not a, 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 along the lines of maybe a pushier salesperson. You don't necessarily, as far as I can understand, you can correct me, um, fall into the lines of uh, making commission. You're more of a one price, and you're saying, hey, let's give them a shot. Let's see what our customers, your customers, have to think about True Car. And Cliff Banks, I know Dave, you just talked to Cliff today, and I don't want to misspeak, but tell us a little bit about what why Cliff's on. Uh, well, Cliff Banks is the founder and president of the Banks Report, and the Banks Report's an online source that provides subscribers with daily insights into top news stories uh, throughout the auto industry. And um, and Cliff actually just recently uh, wrote uh, a report uh, based on a recent lawsuit that was filed just a few days ago. Um, yeah, and, 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 you know, we're not here, 100% not here. And, again, there's both sides of the court. We're going to let you guys talk now. I do have the uh, email sent to our producer, uh, Mikey, at this, and said, at this point, we have not agreed to be on Auto Deal Live. Um, and it's, uh, they were responding to a tweet and said, uh, it's, this tweet's not correct, um, which we hope you understand that we'll be, have to decline participation at this time. This is our statement, quote, we appreciate the interest in this case. We believe this litigation is meritless and expect to be fully vindicated. And then they uh, referred us to, which we printed out their press release, uh, True Car intends to mount vigorous defense to perp, uh, purported class action lawsuit. So without further ado, who do we want to start with, Dave? I'd really like to start with uh, dealers, and I'm going to uh, actually uh, go straight to Matt Lasco. And I guess my, my first question is, we, we want to hear from the dealer's perspective, um, what are the thoughts on True Car? Are they truly a consumer advocate? Are they a dealer partner? Um, are they a lead provider? Uh, what do you think the, the controversy, why is there a controversy, and what does it look like from the dealer's perspective? Matt. Okay, Danny. Danny, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you? Did you get that question? Could you respond to that? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and ask it again. I was breaking up, but before we do that, I just want to point out. I thought it was super cool how Melissa came out of the trunk. I thought that was super uh, cool, <laughs> and I was also thinking that maybe that Villa could change his intro to the show. Maybe you could come out of a closet or something right at the very beginning. <laughs> is, there, is it too crowded in there with both of us? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, if you I'm, I'm a closet. Out, I'm a closet. A I'm a closet comedian, Danny. Just so you know, man, I can I can I can throw them back at you. But go. I, I should have expected yeah. it. <laughs> well, you you made a, a pretty funny opening statement with your matching jacket. So I'm ready. I'm ready to man. Move. So, so Danny, you know I owed you. Right? Yes, I yes I did. Yes I did. And I and I can take that because I'm ma I'm securing my manhood. You can ask my wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's terrible. So Danny spiraling out of control. So Danny, from the dealer's perspective, I mean, while this controversy back and forth, it's been going on really for years since True Car came on the scene. You know, a friend or foe of the dealer, you know, they provide leads, uh, but yet they're a consumer advocate, but yet they're partnering with dealerships, and yet there's still controversy about 
what's uh, you know the, do they follow different uh, rules and regulations when it comes to practices versus maybe what the dealer has to adhere to? Maybe speak as a dealer as to your thoughts on um, why all this controversy around True Car. Sure, and I will speak as a dealer, as a businessman. I, you know, I'm, their business model is a little unclear. You know, are they a friend of a dealer, friend of the consumer? And and you know, that's for them to decide. And I'll tell you, uh, as a dealer, uh, as far as the lawsuit goes, I could absolutely care less about the lawsuit. Uh, I really don't care, and I don't take uh, a lot of time during my day trying to figure out what side of the fence I am, uh, that I'm on or whether I think true car is evil or a friend or whatever. I really have so much to worry about that I don't give it much thought. Uh, you know, we have, uh, we use uh, true car. Uh, we use them as one of our lead providers, but that's what I consider them is just another lead provider. We actually close a pretty good percentage of true car leads. Uh, but you know what? We close a good percentage of our auto by tell leads. We love those people. So really, I just look at it as a lead provider. And I don't want to get into the philosophy, at least here at the store, as to whether or not uh, I agree with with what they're doing or whether it's affecting me or not. I, you know, Melissa's a great sales professional. When she gets out of that trunk, she delivers that car. Uh, she doesn't care where that customer came from. She just wants an opportunity. So we look at these things as opportunities. And ADA says they're cost. I don't know, six hundred, six hundred twenty dollars to sell a car, and two car charges three or four hundred. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it hasn't affected me, and I haven't given it tons of thought as far as whether I, I believe in you know their cause or not. Well, we just try, we're just trying to do business. Sure, sure. And then while we're waiting on Matt uh, Lasco to to hopefully jump in here on the uh, call. Um, we got disconnected from him. I'm going to put this over to Cliff. And Cliff, um, let me ask you this and, and explain. You know, to our listeners, and I think everybody knows this, but just to clarify this, why do so many dealers have a problem with True Car? In your opinion, Cliff, and I know you don't, you can't speak for every dealer, but why um, do every do most dealers have a problem with True Car? And why is this such an issue? If you can weigh in on that, Cliff. Sure. Yeah, I, the dealers that I talk to, just uh, there's an element of there's True Car inserting itself into the pricing discussion, and. And at some level, almost dictating the price that that the dealers are selling the car for. And so there's there's resentment there, uh, and I know that's not exactly True Car's business model, but yet that's in you know from a uh, from a very high level, I'll just say that a lot of dealers have that perspective. So you know, there's a little bit of resentment there, but I think like as Danny said, I. Most dealers that also that I talk to are they're on the front lines every day, just trying to sell the cars, and they're doing whatever they can do to sell the most vehicle at the highest price that they can. Mm. And uh, and certainly, True Car is part of the landscape today. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to go to Matt, and I'm going to kind of pose this question, Matt. Are you there? I'm here, brother. Me or Matt Lasco? Uh, Matt Matt Koenig. Yeah, that's me, bro. I'm right here. Okay, great. Thank you, Matt. You know, uh, do you think it's do you think it's fair for dealers to expect for uh, True Car not to be uh, involved in inserting themselves in the price war? I mean, isn't this America? Isn't it a place where if you see a need and and you provide a service for that, you know, why are dealers in such an uproar 
about this when no one's tying their hands to a certain price or a certain thing? Or is it the fact that they're being charged while also the price is being dictated? I mean, maybe get your com- or can we have your comments on that? Yes, I've, I've actually talked to quite a few dealers about this. And, and let me first say this. Um, I th- at least the perception seems to be, and, and the problem that, I, that I'm hearing a lot, is, is less to do with the, the you know, true car inserting themselves in the pricing as opposed to the perception that they're creating about the pricing um, to the consumer. So let's face it, right, the dealer's really determining what they're going to sell the car for. But uh, a lot of the dialogue that I've had, and I, and I was having it with a couple of the guys before we came on, I, I'm streaming TV on Hulu, and up comes this True Car commercial with this guy who talks about how he had such a horrible experience, you know, trying to buy a car in the dealership. And he's like, oh, but but my buddy, we'll just call his buddy Dave, because I get so pissed at the commercial, I forget the guy's name. But my buddy Dave didn't have that experience, did you? Well, no, because I went through True Car. And here's where the problem comes in. When a vendor says they're a partner of the dealer, that means... They're helping the dealer grow, not only in lead opportunities and, and potential revenue, but grow their brand. And when a vendor goes out and says, we're going to spend $150 million to out-advertise all of you guys, and by the way, the advertising we're going to do is going to make you look like a bunch of assholes, that's where the problem comes in. So when TrueCar is going out there telling customers, if you go direct to the dealer, you're going to have a really hard time. It's, it's, really, um, it's really disappointing to me as a, as a vendor because – it makes dealers skeptical of every vendor that they look at, at building a relationship with because they're wondering when the second shoe is going to drop or that vendor is going to go, okay, now we're big enough, let's make the dealer look like a jerk and tell the customer it's only safe to go through us. So I think that's where the real problem comes in with True Car, from what I've seen. I, I don't think, you know, with them getting involved in pricing, I, I can't speak to it other than the perception that they create and the perception that's being created to the consumer is, if you go to the dealer, you're going to pay more. You may have a crummy experience. If you go through True Car, it won't be that way. And the fact of the matter is, if you go through True Car, you still end up at a dealer. So, so the customer is not really getting honest info, okay. in my opinion. Okay. So then let me let me say this, and we'll put it over to um, you know uh, to Melissa uh, Melissa uh, Gronke, Gronke, which is at the uh, Motor City Chrysler Dodge Jeep. So Matt, um, what? And, and, and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. So to sum up what you're saying, which is kind of what we're hearing from a lot of dealers, is, okay, so price, and you know, whatever, tomato, tomato. You're saying that the marketing ploy, so marketing companies, marketing is obviously good. You're a marketer. Okay, we're a marketer. So marketing companies out there, when I market for a dealership, I'm marketing and saying, hey, you know what? ABC Ford, or if I'm doing something for an, uh, an OEM or whatever, hey, you know what? This particular brand is wonderful. They're great. Come see them. Come do them. A marketing company that produces a commercial that goes on the internet or what have you. Hey, this great. This company's wonderful. They're great. They're great. You know, that's what marketing does. So you're saying, and of course, it's America, that basically the dealers feel that True Car for this, the, the sake of a dollar to create a business model, are going to the customer and saying, dealerships, beware of dealerships. Go through us, the consumer advocate, which gives a dealer a bad name. That's what you're, is, that what the, is, that, is that fair to say? That's a, that's a summary of what dealers, how dealers feel about this marketing plan and the fact that so they I, I can't speak for every dealer in the universe, but I can say that seems to be the perception that's created. And I think TrueCar would have saved themselves a, a lot of headache and hassle mm-hmm. if instead their marketing said, if you want to deal with the best network of dealers, 
mm-hmm. you know, go through TrueCar. Okay. But when you make a commercial that makes it look like a blanket statement that dealers are hard to deal with, now come to TrueCar, what you're doing is segmenting yourself as saying, we're not dealers, we're not, you know, we're somebody else. And it's, it's just not, you know, it's not true. So, okay. yeah, so I think they're, they're, they should be saying dealers are good, not dealers are bad. Okay, and then we, I think we all feel like the dealers are good. There's some bad apples, but, I mean, you know, uh, so so let me let me throw this out, Cliff. Let me ask you this question, and then Zach, I want you right after sure. Cliff Cliff's done when Cliff when Cliff's finished uh, giving us the rundown of of the uh, of the lawsuit and just what exactly is this lawsuit about. Um, in case dealers don't know, then then Zach, you kind of jump in and comment on that. So Cliff, explain what this is about. You know, of course, True Car's uh, statement is you know they're going to be uh, fully vindicated and it's meritless and so forth. So what is this lawsuit? And then Zach, you come in on the heels of that. Yeah, there's multiple there's multiple lawsuits here. First, mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's a law firm in New York, Leonard Bellavia. His his law firm filed a lawsuit in March uh, using the Lanham Act of 1947, which uh, there was a Supreme Court decision last March, which opened the the uh, the road or the gates, so to speak, for companies to file lawsuits using the Lanham uh, using the Lanham Act. Uh, and there's, I think, about 117 or 120 dealers on that lawsuit right now. These are non-TrueCar dealer customers. So uh, these, these are not customers of TrueCar. Bellavia is going to file a second lawsuit in June, later this month probably, on behalf of dealers who are customers of lawsuit, uh, of uh, TrueCar. So the, the, you have two lawsuits there, and then we have the one in California, as the dealers, the California Dealers Association, which has filed a lawsuit to uh, get a court ruling to determine whether TrueCar is acting as a dealer or broker, mm-hmm. uh, and that th- there aren't any monetary damages being sought there. It's just basically they're seeking a ruling. Uh, and then, and then we've had a flurry of shareholder or law firms representing shareholders that have filed class action lawsuits. Mm-hmm. There's probably eight. I think eight by my last count. Every time I turn around, there's another one, it seems like. But they're jockeying. I think the law firms are now probably jockeying for a position as a lead, uh, lead law firm. Uh, there's a deadline on July 27th, I think, to select a lead plaintiff. So they don't, they're just drumming up support right now. I think it's just a, frankly, I think it's a lot of noise. Um, I, and I don't see a lot of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's basically a lot of noise right now and zach zach i'm going to go to you tell us uh maybe tell us your point of view when it comes to this controversy with um true car and dealers absolutely you know i've been spending about a week doing a lot of research on true car and as you saw yesterday on twitter true car even reached out to me because of my article and i'll start out with some facts about true car and it kind of positions my next argument. So in May, HNGN reported that TrueCar and its partners had over 6.2 million unique visitors. TrueCar, they have a market cap of over a billion dollars. They have a huge advertising budget. You know, like personally, when I get in my car, I hear multiple TrueCar ads. I look as I drive down the freeway, maybe I'll see a billboard for TrueCar. I get into the office. And I see display ads for True Car. My in-string YouTube ads are for True Car. And then I get home, I turn on ESPN, and I see True Car ads. 
So TrueCar is becoming a household name, you know, kind of like show me the car fact. And in addition to that, TrueCar, they've set up partnerships with USAA, Consumer Reports, American Express. And now they've just introduced a program called True Cash. So if you go to TrueCar's website, uh, TrueCar is partnered with Fiat. And if the consumer goes through TrueCar to purchase a Fiat, they get additional $1,000 in TrueCar cash. So it's really advantageous now for the consumer to go through TrueCar. And even the manufacturer is, in essence, supporting TrueCar. And the couple lawsuits right now that TrueCar is facing, I think they're they're really white noise. They're not really significant, and I'm pretty confident that TrueCar is going to win these. So I don't think it really has too much bearing on their company. Okay. Yep. I, I think I agree with that, actually. But I'm, I'm going to go back to, because we now have Matt Lasko on the line from Lasko Ford. And, Matt, uh, I opened up by posing the question, as a dealer – as a dealer, what are your thoughts on this controversy with TrueCar? Are they uh, a lead provider only? Are they a consumer advocate? Are they a friend of the dealer? Are they a partner with the dealer? Just why so much controversy? Are they playing both sides of the fence? What does it look like? What are your thoughts as a dealer? Well, I think they're an automotive marketer. Uh, the, the truth of the matter is, is everyone can probably find a side to, to be on or against. Uh, I'll give you my opinion, and, and obviously, you know, I really dig into our, our online and our, our third-party lead ROI. So, True Cars pricing now, because of some states not being able to be a referral fee amount, is a little harder to track because they're trying to track it on projected leads. But a dealer like myself happens to embrace True Car quite a bit. We can track our exact sales, track our ROI on what we've sold. And there is not another new car provider that gives leads and quality of leads and deliverable leads better than TrueCar in our dealership. Now, the other part I'll tell you is TrueCar, you can send me a referral fee now because they'll like it because this will be the next part. There's another big, big company. They just changed their name. They took the dot-com off and they call themselves something trader. Well, that, that particular company also charges a ton of money, and in most cases, dealers are paying more to them than they are to TrueCar. The difference is they have zero ability to genuinely prove trackable sales. All they can show you is traffic and numbers and ratios and time on websites and pages. So for me, I believe their system, be it it's challenged because of all the different referral bird dog fees in different states, their system is on the proper way. And I consider them a partner when it comes to being a vendor because they do a tremendous job giving you support. They, they'll, they'll train anybody you want to get trained. They give you every single week or month some updates on what helps these transactions get better and smoother online. And basically, if you're a dealer out there that doesn't think you're going to have to be faster, quicker, and give a, a luxury experience if you're selling rusted cars, you're wrong. That's what people want. So this is just a platform. That's all I look at it as. I will tell you this. I also don't think that it's a price war on TrueCar. It's just a way to put a good price out and get yourself a lead. From there, you're going to have to be the best dealer to win it. You're going to have to send a co-video. You're going to have to get in, in, involved with them and, and make sure that they, they know that when they show up, the packet will be ready, the car will be clean, they're going to feel VIP. Your lowest price is not just going to sell you the most cars. 
Before Melissa, I know Melissa, you haven't had a chance to say anything yet. Matt, uh, Matt uh, Koenig um, had said earlier, Matt uh, Lasko, he, Matt was talking about how uh, he thought true car leads were sissy leads. That's an, in- <laughs> that's an, in- that's an inside joke. That's an inside joke, by the way. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute, Lasko. Now, you know I got nothing but love for you, even though I did call you a sissy, a digital dealer, in a good way. Here's what I'll say. You can't can't say they're the best quality leads and then say it takes a a super strong rock star to close them. They're the best quality. That means they're coming in and laying down because they did the research. And actually, you know, here's what I will say. My problem isn't with the quality of the consumer. And I go back to this. I don't think you were dialed in yet, bro. But what I go back to is this. You're right. A vendor should be a partner. But when that vendor's marketing paints the picture that the consumer's experience isn't good with dealers, that's where I hit a hiccup. And again, uh, I think Ed Brooks tweeted, Ed Brooks tweeted. Car dealers nationwide. Nationwide, the consumer's experience sucks. Would your experience at your dealership suck? Okay, Melissa. If it didn't go through True Car, would it, would it suck at your dealership? Melissa, Melissa. Not at all, but we're, but we're an experience-based store. What I'm telling you is is that the shopping experience to, to, to communicate with most dealers, and I will pick up the phone and call 20 of them with you, most dealers do a terrible job giving information, a terrible job being prepared for when you show up. Most of the time you show up, they don't have a car pulled up. They don't have the price set up for you. They forgot what they quoted you because they wrote it on a yellow sticky note. So... Their system is what you make of it. I had a 20 group sit with me and say, we hate true car. It's going to ruin pricing and make everybody whores and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, guess what? Later, after they all watched our new car volume almost double in the past two years, they all now are calling and asking, how do you do it? Well, I'm not the lowest guy online, ever. My price is never the, the, the blowout price. It's close to. But. We capture a lead, and in the car business, all I want is someone to talk to. And they happen to have a platform that spends enough dollars online to captivate a good enough percentage of people. Interesting. That's a good well, point. You hit it right on the head. It all goes back to the experience that you create, though, Matt, right? So whether it's True Car or What's Their Name Trader or whoever else that's driving that customer in, if you get a, a human being a good one to talk to, you can create a good experience. Like I said earlier, my problem isn't the pricing because you as the dealer actually control that. I just think that, you know, there's a, there's a track record of many vendors who start out as the dealer's best friend and serving the dealer while serving the customer well, and they get up to a certain size and volume and add dollars, and all of a sudden now they, they want to own the dealer, tell the dealer how, to, how, how it's going to be, and then they start marketing in a way that slams the dealer. We saw it with admins. And we see it with these guys. That's just where I have a hiccup. You know, if you're going to partner with the dealer, love the dealer. I don't have a problem saying, hey, the dealer's a true car, the best network, they care about the experience. But I, I don't like when you create the perception that the, all, all dealers blanket are, are jerks. And even if they say it, it's like a snippet in the bottom of the, you know, in the bottom of the commercial that, that they actually will deal with the dealer. They should paint Matt, the picture Matt, that, you know. Melissa. Matt, but, but you know, in marketing, right. uh, this is the oldest trick in the book. The car business is uh, is an easy target. Uh, let's go back to how long 
uh, people have been making fun of car dealers. It, it's just always happened. They're just doing what works. Marketing is taking a problem or a perceived problem and being the wonderful company that presents the answer. And, you know, TrueCar, I read an article the other day that was talking about people are mad at TrueCar because they're doing a good job at what they do. So it's really easy. And really, when I go to different places and talk to different dealers, the ones that are really yelling loudest about TrueCar and standing up and saying they're evil and, and doing all these things, they're the ones that I would venture to say, if you mystery call them or, or submit a lead to them, they're not going to call you back. And so we spend, yeah. we seem to spend so much of our time, we spend 90% of our time worrying about who's doing this wrong, whether it's factory, auto trader, cars.com, whoever the evil empire is of the week. We spend 90% of our time doing that, and we need to be spending 90% of the time looking in the mirror and figuring out what are we delivering. Just like Matt said, Matt, you're nailing it. You're exactly right. Um, I have a certain amount of hours per day at this dealership, and this is auto dealer lives. We're talking about dealers, people are sitting in the dealership. I have to spend that time being the best that I can be. Uh, you know, Boy Scouts say be prepared. Let me tell you, we just have to be prepared. Not if our competition drops the ball, when our competition drops the ball, because they're going to. Because most people can't handle leads, and most people just want to chase after and buy more, whether it's true car, whoever it is. And we just need to focus inward and, and quit worrying about all this stuff. Uh, worry about true cars business model and who's going to sue who. Uh, you know, somebody else can do that. I'm not smart. Enough. Yeah. Well, and, and I agree. My, my mindset is this as a car dealer. Folks, there's the 9 million of these companies that are going to come in and out. As a matter of fact, someone is going to come up with a piece of mail that works really good for three months, and then it's not going to work anymore. That's the car business. So if the vendor's right. working, and you've got a good ROI, and you can track it, and you can deliver cars, then keep doing it. And when it stops, stop sending them a check. Melissa, let me absolutely let me ask this, and we can keep talking here. We got a few more minutes, but Melissa, thank you for 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 being with us today. And Melissa, what do you say to the dealers that that have a problem? And, and you hear Danny, you hear Matt uh, Lasco as dealers say, you know, um, you know, they're 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 saying, hey, it's about the lead. But what do you say to the dealers, Melissa, that say, hey, you know what? I'm spending money with them, and it just grinds me. You know, it, it bothers me that they give me they they give us. Uh, this impression to the consumer. Melissa, what would you say to those dealers? Well, I'll tell you, I could take this from the perspective of a salesperson. I run a 15-store BDC, and I've been a sales manager at the desk. Mm -hmm. And what puzzles me about this whole scenario is that's every vendor out there. Edmunds.com does the same thing. Autotrader and Cars.com do the same thing. All of the vendors out there are out there to paint this picture, and so I think you have to look at the bigger picture why are they able to paint this picture? Because when somebody walks in the door of a dealership, it's the reality, and not every dealership. And I think, you know, I work for a very progressive group. It's one price, non-commission, and so we're evolving, and I think a lot of other dealerships are as well. But so long as there is a critical mass of dealerships out there that provide this casual experience and don't give information, you're going to always have vendors like this out there pitching these products that are pitched against the dealership because there's a market for it. If the dealership evolves and builds in transparency to how they're doing business, there'll be no need for these services and they won't exist. Hmm. And you can flip it around. Take a look at, at Chevrolet, guys. I, I, I don't think General Motors did a marvelous job protecting citizens of America, right? Did every Chevy dealer throw their franchise away? Say, oh, I can't sell these things. Instead, they made millions off of the recall that came through and all the rebates that came out and all the cars that sold. Dealers choose what produces them a profit many times. If someone wants to have their personal decision and their emotional side of it, 
get taken taken into account because they don't feel good about someone talking about their job, then they probably aren't true car people. Because I've never met a car person that really cares if you say, oh, car people are bad. The truth is, is we know what we are and what we deliver as a car person, and you won't take that away. That's our right. ability to be proud of what we do. I just Matt, you just said it. So true cars listening, we know that because we can tell them. On our, my marketing guys texted me earlier and said they're listening because we can tell with the analytics. So hi, true car. We want you to come on the show, by the way. And hopefully you see that we're unbiased. But I will tell you this. You hear it right here on Auto Deal Live. Matt, you and I can split it. They can pay us for, for the uh, branding. How about this? They really want to get car people on? Call them true car people. How about that? You like that, Danny? Come on. Danny, you got true, you got true car for the consumer. Now you need to start a division that goes to the dealer and call it true car people. Matt, you just said it. But uh, I'll need some sort of a, I'll need some sort of a uh, buy seller or some yeah, we were all witnesses. I made money on this. I'm, I'm not going to endorse anybody who's got a paycheck. <laughs> true car people. True car. I think, I think one of the one of the metrics that that we've completely missed too in the industry uh, is that uh, true cars adding dealers all the time. I mean, he added a net of 607 dealers in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So they're not only that, they're too. they're adding independent dealerships now. So right, yeah, not right. Just exactly. They have uh, they've got over 1,500 independent used car dealers and 9,100 or 9,200 uh, franchise dealers. So. You know, like I said earlier, I think these lawsuits really are a lot of noise uh, right now. And don't forget, Carfax has a lawsuit against it also from dealers by the same yeah, law. Sure. I'll tell you right now that the judge and the jury of these trials are going to be the dealers and the consumers, period. I don't care what happens in court because at the end right. of the day, the dealers – you're going to write the check. You have the ability to not do business with them or to do business with them. And as a consumer, they're going to, either going to buy into this business model or they're not. Right now they're buying into it. And if they're buying into it and they believe in it and they think it's a value to them, for us to sit in the corner and be pissed off about it really doesn't make much sense. The world's going to go on around us. We can either join in, we can either be a part of it, or we can sit around and be pissed off. I, I don't, I don't live in the mortgage world, but but I guess the question to be active because you know, true car is not exactly a new model, right? Did, did, no. did the mortgage people get on the phone and, and gripe at LendingTree.com mm-hmm. when LendingTree.com came out and said, "Hey, you don't you don't call a mortgage person, just go online in your underwear," right? Orbit. <laughs> the fact is, Orbit. They, did, they just started travel. Yeah. They just started buying leads from us. All they did, I, I mean. But, you know, the airlines and the hotels do complain about the lead providers in their spaces. Yeah, so well, let me, let, me, let me ask you guys, so. let me ask you guys this way, sure. Danny. Well, right, because they have, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah right. let me ask you guys this for a second. We've got a few more minutes here, but let me ask you this, and maybe this can, maybe this can help, because, I mean, the, the, uh, Danny hit it on the head, I think, uh, with regards to just common sense. You know, it's going to be decided by the consumer and the dealer. And, you know, hey, are, are, are the consumers buying into it? And if, a de- you know, or in the, and are the dealers going to be cooperative? So what can True Car? Because I think that, you know, hey, listen, if they're a business, obviously they want to make money and they're doing this. But I don't know if they're giving the middle finger to the car business. Maybe they don't want to. So is there something, Danny, you can start this and I'll let every one of you guys comment on this. Is there something that True Car, and maybe it could be this new division they're going to launch called True Car People. Is there something mm-hmm. that True Car can do? To, to bridge the gap and, and stop this, this, this bleeding on the, car de- on the car dealer side? Is there something they can do better, yeah. Danny? Yeah, there absolutely. Is. There's uh, definitely something that can be done. 
we'll go with Dan, we'll go with Danny first, and then we'll go down. Go, go Danny first, yeah. and then Cliff, you can uh, jump in, and we'll go down the line. Yeah, this, this is pretty easy. Uh, you know, I spoke in the very, very beginning. I said I'm not going to talk about their business model. I have nothing to do with it. But while we're living in, uh, uh, you know, fairy tale land, if I were the CEO of True Car, I would extend an olive branch and, and quit. And Matt Caney nailed it. Uh, I don't like the way they paint us. I'm not saying that it's not easy marketing, but uh, start becoming the partner of the dealer. We have all the money, dudes. We have all the money. We're going to pay you uh, to do all this. And if you'll just play and let us work together, it would make more sense, it seems like. But, you know, they're not hiring me for a reason because <laughs> they're smart. <laughs> Cliff? <laughs> Go ahead, Cliff. Yeah, I uh, listen – Tell me a vendor that dealers do like. Us. They don't yeah, like me. Uh, I don't know. All right. right. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's Reynolds, ADP, CDK. I mean, I, go down the line. Cars.com, Arbitrator, Edmunds. And Melissa said it earlier. I mean, Edmunds, Cars.com, Carfax, they all have decidedly anti-dealer, or maybe there's a better choice of words there, but uh, a, a uh, advertising model that does kind uh, of, the hammer, the dealer uh, perception mm-hmm. that's out there. So, True Car is not the only one. You know, isn't the only one that's that's played that game. And and I I think the you know I think True Car has extended a lot of all those branches over the last year or so, last couple of years to dealers when they changed the business model significantly to survive in 2012. Um, and I'm not defending them. I guess I'm just saying that that it's part of the. It, it, one, they're part of the landscape. They're not going away anytime soon. Um, they, I will say this, though. They have to figure out how to start making some money and how to start making that profit if they plan on being around for a while. Um, and, you know, that's that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out over the future in terms of their financials. But, I, like I said earlier, not, you know, they're adding dealers each quarter, and uh, they I think that, I think there would be a lot of cause for concern if dealers were fleeing or dropping mm-hmm. through car, but they aren't. They're adding. So. Okay, we'll go with Melissa and then go to Matt, and then uh, then we'll go to Zach, and then uh, Keena can uh, end it. Melissa. Well, Dan, I, really? I always. Oh, I'm sorry. You say uh, Melissa, Matt, and then Matt. Matt. Melissa, Melissa, and then Matt. Uh, so I really think that you know dealerships can continue to kind of throw this shit and take our ball and go home. And when we're doing that, all we're doing is elevating the profile of True Car. So if we were to just, you know, not fan the flames and pay all this attention to what they're doing, they probably wouldn't be having quite as much of an impact as they're having, even with the money that they're spending. But as far as them building relationships with the dealership, you know, I think they could present themselves more as the information people are there providing information to you to help you make an informed decision. And that wouldn't be quite so anti-dealership. But it would still meet the need of the consumer and the service that they're providing that obviously, you know, customers feel like they're missing from the dealership. Okay. Matt? Well, I, I try to take a uh, – if I'm sure cry, I take a positive spin to it. So the reason that they're they're pushing their message is they, they want to give you a smoother transaction, a better price, and feel good about your price and everything else down the line. So – Maybe make a poke at 1980s dealership experience, but then talk about what a true car dealership experience is. And instead of saying it's negative at some dealers, just say our true car dealers are this good. And help market and partner your true car dealers to stand out. Mm-hmm. If a dealer doesn't want to pay for true cars, then they don't have to stand out like a true car dealer. But if, if a guy's doing a great job and has high CSI and sells tons of cars and everything else aligned, 
then TrueCar can spotlight that type of a dealer and and sell off of that instead of selling off of dealers being bad. That way, the dealers that are paying them aren't going to be grumpy because all you're doing is is writing a check to have them talk good about you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Zach. All right. Well, I think TrueCar right now they're less concerned really about pleasing the dealerships because again, dealerships are always going to be upset with vendors. Right now, they're focused on almost brainwashing a lot of the consumers into going into the dealership and asking for the true car, you know, price. And then they're also creating relationships with the manufacturers. They started with Fiat, and I bet they'll go to, you know, Ford or other manufacturers, and they'll set up those sort of programs to kind of go around the dealers. So they're targeting the consumer. They're targeting the manufacturer. Do they really need to please the dealer at that point? Well, now you just now you just now you just ticked off Danny and Matt, and they've already had a chance to talk. Because if that happens, I'm not really sure. <laughs> but Matt's like, hold on, no, hold on. I, I think they're missing it. I mean, Farm, farm Bureau's got partnerships with Ford, and Home Depot does gift right. cards for Chrysler, and well, just some of the some of the verbiage. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, hey, but but Danny, real quick, bring up because I know Danny takes up and stands on the showroom floor like I do every day, right? Danny, yeah. has anyone ever walked into your dealership and raised their hand and said, give me the true car price? Ever? Never. In your life? No. They no. come in and say, I'd no. like the online price that I saw, but no one that's walking in that's a floor-up, that's a repeat customer, that's a drive-by, that's pulling in off a of motion or anything else online, is in any way, shape, or form brainwashed to say, give me the true car price. Hmm. They don't understand no. that marketing is not working. The, the true car marketing... Pushes online buyers. You're walking customer. You're, you're still making your profit, folks. It's still there. Yeah. Hmm. All right, That's sorry, exactly David. right. I'm so excited we have a customer after the task force. Matt Keena, you get to, you get to uh, book in this thing. Man, I appreciate it. So, I, you know what? What's that? Dude, I'm, I'm in. Oh, wait. No, I don't go to the gym. That's why I'm a chubby kid. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to agree with, uh, I'm gonna, surprisingly, I'm going to agree with Matt Lasko and something that he said, though. And, and, and here's the fact of the matter, right? Matt touched on it earlier, and that is it's all about that experience the customer has anyway, right? I get the mindset of it's working, so dealers are buying leads. But here's what I'll say, and, and I think Melissa said it earlier, and she said, um, you know, all vendors paint that picture. And one thing that I think is, is really needs to be said is not every vendor makes their money by making dealers look like assholes. Some vendors actually try and serve the dealer and consumer without making the dealer look like a prick. So a true car, what they can do to better it, as Danny already said it, which we touched on earlier, which is, and, and I hate it too, just tell people why you're, why the dealers that are on true car are going to give them a better experience. Right, paint that picture instead of blanketing that True Car is a separate entity from the dealer. Paint the picture that True Car has uh, built a relationship with the best dealers. That way, it's not they're not falling into the same traps that Carfax fell into, that Edmonds has struggled with. Just paint the picture that you found the best dealers. You're hooking the customers up with them. I think that'll appease a lot of dealers. And I'll agree with Matt and Danny. I don't really give a crap about their lawsuit stuff. Doesn't matter to me. I'm not getting sued by them, and I'm not suing them. So none of it matters. But at the end of the day, the person that's writing the check is also your customer. And True Cars falling into the same problem that Cars.com got a little too proud with, and they were thinking the people at home in their underwear are the only ones that matter. And all of a sudden, when dealers started peeling off, they went, "Uh-oh, we better fix the problem." So True Car, let your dealers know you love them too, and maybe you'll have less problems. 
Well said. thinking about Matt Koenig in his underwear. <laughs> I told Danny <laughs> earlier, Danny, you come out. <laughs> there you go, Danny. You came out. Oh, see, like, thinking about Matt Koenig in his underwear. There you go. And uh, we ever, forever have that on video and audio. So, yes. <laughs> guys, I want to thank you, ladies, uh, lady, uh, Melissa, uh, both Melissas. I want to thank you guys for being with us. Make sure yes. you guys follow these guys on social media and Twitter. Just real quick, um, Danny, how can someone find you and follow you? Uh, for me, they can go to at Danny underscore Benitez uh, on Twitter and follow me or uh, my website, DannyBenitez.com. So, okay. other than that, you can, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, and Matt Lasko? Uh, you can hit me up at, uh, at Matt Lasko on, on Twitter or you can go to just LaskoFord.com. Email's on there. Love to hear from you. Awesome. Keenig? Just go to salestips.tv. That's salestips.tv. You'll get hooked up on all kinds of good free shit. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. And, uh, and Zach, go ahead. Yeah, you could follow my company on Twitter, at Selly Automotive, or you could visit our website, sellyautomotive.com, S-E-L-L-Y, automotive.com. Great. Melissa? Uh, my website is ohiocargirl.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ohio Car Girl. Uh, and feel free, if you're a consumer, check out my YouTube channel as well. Awesome. Thank you, Melissa. And Cliff Banks. I'll Thank say you. This. Subscribe, to the, uh, subscribe to the Banks Report. And, uh, and I'm on Twitter also, Cliff underscore uh, Banks. Awesome. awesome. Guys, incredible time together. And I'm, I'm hoping the True Car will agree if they're listening to come on. Um, I know we, we, you know we didn't give you guys a lot of time, but we'd love to have you come on and just talk a little bit about this um, and uh, hear from your perspective. I think that would be – I think that might be a really good thing. What do you guys think? Absolutely. I think it would be great. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us, man. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Guys, what an incredible thank show you today. Too. Thank you. Man, incredible show. It, it, you know what? I love I love it, man. You know what? It, it, you never know what you're going to get on Auto Dealer Live. We've had Twitter's been blowing up and uh, make sure you hashtag Auto Dealer Live. Let's see if we can get it trending again, but um we're going to do are we keeping Danny on for a second, Mike? Okay. No. Okay. He's yeah. done. All right. So, um, Dave, you know what? The thing I like though is you never know what you're going to get, man. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get. You know, it was surpri- some of the opinions surprised me, and I think it was really, really good conversation. Yeah, me too. I think it was actually, um, you know, I thought I was going to hear a lot more, honestly, towards leaning leaning towards the negative side when it came to cars.com. But what we really you heard, mean, true car, true, <laughs> true car. Um, what we really heard was uh, a mixture a lot of a lot of positive things and uh, the cool thing to me though is that true car is listening in and you can't help but think if true cars listening in and listening to what these dealers are saying if i'm the ceo there i'm right i'm got a pen and paper and i'm writing things oh, down oh yeah how could you and, not uh, especially true car people i'm telling you that got that's had a winning <laughs> ring to it and you, you know what i should have done and could have done is i could have just hey mike buy the website truecarpeople.com but i didn't do that yeah. Get it, True Car, if you haven't done it already. That's not a good idea, I'm telling you. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you're never going to be able to please everyone or every dealer, but I think <coughs> that there's an opportunity here for True Car to really make some strides in dealership relationships. I do too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you've heard it here on Auto Deal Live. I'm Dave Villa. And I'm Dave Cribs. And you can follow me at IPD Mail. And I am at Desking Deals. And until next week, peace out. This is Auto Deal Live, baby. Okay. <laughs>